Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the special live edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm the host. If you're watching on Tiki Live, welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, also welcome. And also on Twitter, welcome. Just want to remind you on our to if you're on on Tiki Live to go to our social media channels, which is on Twitter and Instagram at NoCredsReq, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsReq, and YouTube.com. If you're watching on YouTube.com on the channel. Welcome. Uh, but if you can't find if you if you're on Tiki Live, you want to find YouTube channel, just search no credentials required. And if you miss the live edition, you can also listen on the podcast form. And you can listen to any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, basically any platform. And if you can, rate and review. Rate and review. If you leave a review, I might even read it on the air, whether it be a live edition or a future podcast edition. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's, uh, it would be really, really helpful if you left the review so I can read it. Five stars is always optimal. Uh, so, hey, check us out. Rate, us, rate and review. Uh, before we go to my guests, I want to remind you about one of our new affiliates here at No Credentials Acquired. It's InTheClutch.com. InTheClutch.com. The InTheClutch.com. They are a, a, a license. They do license apparel for both the MLBPA and the MLSPA. And what that means is that it's, lic- it's officially licensed apparel for, of players. I could also get team apparel, retro apparel, any kind of sports apparel you need, they have it. Any, anything they w- you want, they got it in t-shirt form. It's really cool. I'm going to get myself some gear. What you, what you can do is go to intheclutch.com forward slash no creds, enter no creds at checkout, and you get 10% off your entire order. So if you get multiple t-shirts, you get 10% off your order. And you help support the podcast in addition to that. So what I'm going to do now is bring in my guests and I have two guests on today. And what I'm going to do is bring in my first guest, Jim, who is one of our interns at belly up media this coming summer. Jim, how are we doing today? Doing all right. Thank you guys uh, for having me on. Yeah, no problem. So and I'm also going to bring in my other guest. You may, you know him, you love him. He's been on the podcast before, but now he's in his first live edition of no credentials required my nephew christian mccarthy he's got the yicky gear on christian how are we doing today i'm great how are you good where's your mullet 
I had to uh, just, you know. No! You had a part ways with it? <laughs> unfortunate, yeah. This mm. is what we got going now. Oh, so how does it feel to end the business in the front, the party in the back? How <laughs> difficult was that? Yeah, we, we can't have that being a waiter now. So mm. got to look, uh, look clean. Well, the waiter, being a, having a mullet is kind of clean. No, you know what? I won't get into it. Not, not <laughs> I'm not in the food service industry. <laughs> I, say, I, I think I think the last successful mullet might have come from Billy Ray Cyrus, but um, we might just have to leave that at that. No, no. Yarmir Yager. That's not a bad one either. Yarmir Yager, the 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 best the bestest mullet ever. The best. And I'm using, yes, I'm using that terminology. The bestest mm. mullet ever. So, Jim, tell us a little, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're an intern with Belly Up Media this year. Where do you go to school? What do you major in? And yeah, we'll just tell. Yeah, just tell yeah. Them about so I uh, I go to the University of Georgia. So go dogs. Oh. And um, I'm currently a journalism major, minoring in sports media, trying to get into, you know, or minoring in sports management, and I'm trying to get into sports media. Um, so I reached out and applied. Uh, we have this, we have like a really cool network here at UGA to help us, you know, get involved in internships and jobs and stuff like that for the summer. Um, so I reached out to Belly Up. Wasn't expecting really anything as most of the job hunting has gone. And uh, Mike hit me up and said, hey, would you like to come on? I said, for sure. So I got started, but I want to find wanted to find something to do. So um, starting off with the show this morning is kind of uh, where it's led me to. Awesome, awesome. Well, happy to ha- we're happy to have you aboard. Yeah. And uh, I saw Christian shaking his head a little bit when he told when he told, when he said where you, where you go. Christian's Christian's a Notre Dame fan. I'm a Penn State fan myself. Oh, That's man. okay. I hold no I hold no grudge against the University of Georgia. They did what they had to do this year, this right. past year in football, and. Go dogs! I guess I guess go dogs. I mean, that, that, yeah. <laughs> my, my roommate, he's a Penn State grad, and he always tells me that Penn State has the best football atmosphere. I said, "That's fine, but who's got a ring?" So that's, all, that's all. I'm really. That's all I'm really bringing up to him now. The only thing is, like, I can't really compare because I've been to Penn State for a couple of games, and they're a mm-hmm. heck of a lot of fun. They're so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, but I can't compare it to any other experience because actually, well, actually, oh no, wait. I've been to U all the University at Albany up here in New York. I covered a couple okay. of their games. Um, but it's just not the same. I I, I need to go south. Like, like I need to do like a southern tour. Of, the SEC, yeah, the, of SEC, the SEC. SEC. I need great. to do an SEC tour. Yeah, no, not, it, not, and not just for the football because of the food yeah. too. Because I'm a I'm a big oh. foodie. I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit chunky. I, I got a little bit, <laughs> I have a chunk on me, so you, you can tell I love food. So I'd be very welcome down south. Yeah, no, the yeah, the all the SEC games are great. Um, I've been to a uh, I've been to an Alabama football game in Tuscaloosa. Um, I've seen an Auburn game in Auburn. Um, and then, of course, I went to, you know, every every I've gone to like every home game since I've been here at UGA. So, uh, yeah, it's great. I love it all. Christian, you, you went to uh, you, went to, you went to Notre Dame, Syracuse at Yankee Stadium a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. And I went to uh, I went to a few Syracuse games. I think I went to a Notre Dame Syracuse game in Syracuse a few years ago. But uh, nothing at uh, Notre Dame yet, unfortunately. Yeah, well, although we passed through when we when we did our trip to Iowa last year. For, yeah, uh, barstool, a few times. the barstool. <laughs> Beautiful, nothing like. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's a nice campus. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to bring in our first topic, and the first topic is: Who are the second best teams in the American League and National League? As my cat crawls goes across the camera here. Um, Christian, I'm going to start with you. Obviously, the Yankees are a wagon right now, and I, I don't know, Jim, if you could tell, we're both Yankees fans. We live in the Northeast. Nice. <laughs> we're Yankees fans. But Christian, uh, Christian, I'm going to start with you because you're the baseball expert-ish in this uh, <laughs> in this chat. Yeah. Uh, in your opinion, who are the second best teams in the American and National Leagues? Well, first, we kind of have to discuss the best teams. So, a oh, record... Okay. By record in the American League, of course, the best best team is the New York Yankees, which is just undisputable because like they're nasty and nobody's ever going to beat them ever they, again. They are a wagon right. They are a wagon right now. I'll disgusting. say disgusting. Like literally, just the lineup is clicking, pitching is clicking. It's amazing. Everything is going right. Um, and over in the National League, I believe the Mets still have the best record at the moment. They do. Uh, the Dodgers are like a game behind or a half game behind something like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think it's 
I think in the National League, the Dodgers are the best team, not record-wise at the moment, but I think the Mets are the second-best team, even though they do have the best record. Yeah, uh, the, the Mets the Mets do have the best record by point zero zero two percentage points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're pretty even. So I would in my opinion, I think the Dodgers are the best team just because they have so many good players and so many weapons on their roster. Like it's just unbelievable. Um the Mets are actually playing very good right now. Um they're not blowing games like they usually do. Their pitching is doing fairly well. Um so I'm I'm kind of excited to see where the Mets go this year. But Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. It, it makes but, it, it makes it, it makes it more fun because although you can't soak in the misery of Mets fans, you can you can mm-hmm. you, you, you you understand their elation. Every once in yeah. a while, every every so every about to what, 10 years or so, they get a great team and you, you, their excitement's palpable. You, mm-hmm. you can't you can't enjoy their you can't you can't bathe in their suffering, but you can kind of bathe in their excitement and kind of see if it catches on to your team. Yeah, exactly. All right, Jim. Um, what about you? What's uh? You sorry, know, Christian, I think I think Christian brought up some great points for sure. Um, and just looking at you know, I'm on ESPN right now, looking at the standings. The team that I want to be the second best team and hopefully become the best team um, in the AL is for sure the um, is the Angels. Um, last year, <laughs> before the season even got started. Um, I was doing a I was doing a radio show here at UGA, and then we made predictions for who was going to be the AL MVP and the NL MVP. And I was thinking, well, you know, um, if Shohei can get healthy and he can stay healthy, if he can have a good pitching and hitting season, I definitely could see him winning the MVP. He wins it. So I'm just thinking, I, for me, as a Braves fan uh, right now, it's very up and down. I'm hoping in the second half of the season or the second, you know going towards that midway point of the season, we're going to pick things up. But um, I kind of think the angels are just because they have a pretty Mm -hmm. loaded roster. They have a bunch of talent. I mean, obviously when you have Mike Trout on your team, it for sure helps when you have Shohei, it helps out a lot too. Not not Um, just Mike Trout, but a healthy Mike Trout. Correct. Right. A a healthy, eager to play Mike Trout. uh, It makes a world of difference. So for me, I think the angels and as the angels right now, I think are three games behind. Um, but to me, they're, they're to me, the second best team right now. The Yankees to me have come out surprisingly, uh, absolutely crushing it so far. I'm expecting that to drop off. Sorry, Christian at some point, but we'll see. (laughs) And then, um, when it comes to the NL, um, the Mets to me, that's the thing that's surprising to my roommate. He's a, he's a big Mets fan. So last week we were watching that ninth inning comeback, uh, where they could do no wrong. So, I love watching the Mets. I think they're deservingly the best team in the, in the NL. Uh, they have the best record, but I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen with um, with the Dodgers. Uh, as a Braves yeah. fan, I've usually been crushed by the Dodgers. The fact that we beat them last year was I, once that happened, I thought, all right, we can win the World Series now. Um, but I think the Dodgers are in the right spot as the second best team, and I wouldn't be surprised in the next you know ten to fifteen days to see that. Uh, those positions flip in the rankings, so I'm I'm, I'm predicting that. Well, I'm looking at the baseball. I'm looking at the league standings right now, and mm-hmm. Houston is in second in the, in the entire American League. They only have they only lead the Angels by a half uh, half a game. Yep. So, but they've also won I think what ten and won eleven in a row. So I'd, yeah. I for me I'd have to put the I put as sad as, as sad as it is for me to admit. <laughs> The Houston Astros are the second best team in the American League, just based on. I mean, I'm I'm doing this is re- this is recency bias for me, mm-hmm. uh, but based on what they've done on their portfolio, they've done the last ten games or eleven games. They've won a ten, they've won eleven in a row. Uh, based off of that, I'd have to give them the mantle as second best team in the American League. Now, National League, uh, I'd have to say it's the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, they lost last night. Their their run differential right now is a plus thirty. They're Ten and four at home, which is actually, which is a, again a really good record. Miller Park, one of my one of my one of my places to visit. It's on my it's on my bucket list to visit. Nope. Is Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a baseball game. So, uh, so Milwaukee, second best team in the in the, in the National League. I definitely had the Dodgers up there. San Diego is make, is also climbing their way up there. San Francisco is also climbing their way. Surprisingly, Arizona, Arizona is eighteen and fifteen, and. I'm surprised at that, Mark, because you don't, you, I don't think any of us expected Arizona to do very well this year. 
No, and yeah, they, they just seem to like pop out out of nowhere for periods in the season. And I guess now is the time that you know they're 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 batting well, they're hitting well. So, you know, I I would like to see a surge out of Arizona. For me, it's obviously I want to see my Braves do well, but for me at this point in the season, I just want to see teams go on you know five to six game win surges, just so that you know the rankings get completely obliterated every other week. Christian, what about you? Who's the second best team in the National League right now? In the National League, yeah, and I know we're, I know we're American League guys because it's the American League. But in your opinion, see, I want to say the Mets, but I think I'm not going to. <laughs> um, but I I do I do think they're up there. I think they might be like the number three team in my opinion. Um, but I do think the Dodgers and also the Padres right now. The Padres mm. are only what like half a game behind the Dodgers or something like that. Like they, they yeah, play very well. They're half a game behind yeah, the Dodgers. So mm. I would I would say the Padres at the moment, and they also don't even have Tatis back. Like, no, that's, that's the that's the amazing part. They just brought in Robinson Cano, or I say, or should I say, the the corpse yeah. of Robinson Cano's career <laughs> to to uh, uh, to be an extra bat in that lineup. But uh, but you no, know, but he's a veter- he's a veteran. He's won a World Series. He's won a batting title. He he brings these intangibles to the team of leadership in the locker room that hopefully he'll put the put the Dodgers or the Dodgers or the Padres over the top. So the, the West is going to be a really interesting division. Uh, after June or after the all-star break in particular, uh, in particular. So, uh, but for now, you know, we've got some, we got a very good, interesting race. We are only in mid May. So this is a, this is a, this is a marathon, not a sprint as they call it. And speaking of sprints, I'm going to bring in a couple of special extra, uh, extra special guests with me this morning. We're going to bring in from Godzilla media, the love back in God's podcast, Tom Gosgoslowski and the equimentable Jeff Levac. I don't know what that word means, but I just want something to look that up. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> good. Has something to do what with you, horses. What you say about my mother? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like she can't defend herself. <laughs> well, you don't know that spirits and weird things happen. Yes, true. That's true. Speaking about parents, I don't know if anyone can hear me. I'm in my parents' bedroom right now. Actually, in my my childhood bedroom at my parents' house. It'd be weirder if it was in my parents' bedroom, but yeah, that's where I am now. So oh. yeah. I thought you actually were in your parents' bedroom, and that's yeah. I thought that's what you said originally. I was like, nice. Yeah. So Levac, we've got Jim, who's one of our uh, who's one of our uh, interns at Belly Up Media, and we got my nephew Christian on with us this morning. So you, you guys, morning, guys. happy happy to have you guys on for a couple minutes before you guys go to your live stream at ten thirty on the Godzilla Media YouTube page. So while you're all here, I don't know if you saw this clip from this rundown by the Mets and the Nationals on Thursday afternoon, but. As a special treat, I put it to some special music. So I'm going to play this for you right now. We'll talk. About, we'll kind of break it down a little bit. But let me, let me go ahead and show this clip first. Any use of yakety sacks and I'm in. You use yakety sacks and you've won me over. It doesn't matter what it's to. You put some car accident. I'd be like, yeah, it's bad. (laughs) NASCAR crash. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm in. It's all good. So that play, I mean, we talked about the bets, the nationals. Oh, my gosh. What? You know, shout out to our guy locally here, Gardner, who uh, Gardner Royce, formerly of CBS six, who was a huge nationals fan. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, buddy. I had to play that. <laughs> He's a so, Nationals fan. He understands. He's been. He it. gets it. He gets it. He gets it. So, but boys, before uh, before you guys, I had you guys on. We we're talking about the second best teams in the American and National Leagues. And um, Levac, I want to get your opinion. Uh, uh, were we pretty accurate in who we talked about for our second best National League and American League teams, or are there other teams that we're kind of missing that are that stand out in your mind. I mean, it's, it's so hard at this point in the season. I always like, I, I got respect for guys who are going to go out on the limb and say how good teams or bad teams are this early. Like obviously as a diehard Yankee fan, I just, 
I'm going to go in and say we're going to boat race everybody because why wouldn't I at this moment? Um, Especially that team in Baltimore, you know. Yeah, well, I mean. How dare you? How dare you? That, <laughs> oh, I dare. Count? Do they even count? <laughs> Are they even a thing anymore? Um, no, it, it's tough, though, because, like, obviously you always want to put the Dodgers in the mix. You, you love you love the youth movement. I heard you talking about, like, you know, what the Padres have been doing, with you know, mixing the youth and the vets. Um, for me, I look at that Braves starting rotation, and I just, I, I just figure at some point, they're going to click. And that's not just because Ian Anderson was nice to us on the radio a handful of times. Like the Braves, I picked the Braves to win the NL East before the season, thinking the Mets would be like right behind them as a wild card. Uh, and the Mets just came out, you know, gangbusters. So uh, it, that's a long way of me saying Yankees, Mets, good. Dodgers, good. Everybody else, I, I don't really, I don't really know what's going to happen yet. I'm lazy. I okay. didn't do it. I'm sorry. I didn't do my homework, guys. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> But you, you kind of understood the assignment. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right, guys. What about throw the same question over to you? Who are the second best teams in the American and National League? Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like a tier system now in the National League. I think you guys both mentioned the Dodgers and the Mets. It feels like it's really close for those two, and then a significant drop off after that. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like really strong third team. I know the Braves are in the mix. You guys mentioned Atlanta, but they're in a weird spot right now. Uh, Look, I'd say it's those two. If I had to pick right now, I would still go Dodgers over Mets. So I guess that's my second best team is the Mets. Although I think the Mets, World Series-wise, have a better shot with their pitching and everything else. The American League is so interesting. Because I'll give credit where credit's due. I know we got double Yankee fans on here, if not more Yankee fans. There's no denying what the Yankees have done right now. Oh, three, thank you. Three (laughs) Yankee fans, right. Uh, From offense to defense and pitching, the Yankees have been the best team in the American League so far. I am so intrigued by the American League West. Because finally, I feel like the rock there. Finally, the Angels might be good. Right? (laughs) Like with Otani and Trout and Manon is the manager and Rendon. It finally looks like the Angels are good. And right when it looks like the Angels are good, the Astros say, hey, uh, we're going to win 10 games in a row. And our pitchers are going to have an ERA, our starters, below 1.5. 11, thank you, Ryan. 11. Another another win last night, right? Uh, Their pitchers are like 1.5 ERA. Houston Astros pitchers without Garrett Cole, without Justin Verlander, all the names we know of the past might be better this season. Mm -hmm. So I would go Houston at two because what they're doing right now is wash. You know, I won't go that far. I was going to say washing away the criticism of the cheating scandal, but they're playing really well without us knowing if they're cheating or not again. And you know, so none of us said Rays and the Rays, you know, the Rays are going to be there at the end. The Rays are always going to be there at the end. And then I, I want to say Milwaukee for the National League. I always want to say Milwaukee for the National League, but I always feel like they just – they're that – well, I, I, I mentioned Milwaukee. <laughs> but they, they get invited to the party, and then they look awkward the whole night. Like, they just don't really – they never look right once they get there. Are, 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 did, were you there at my at my at the snowball dance in the in Chanel <laughs> Chanel High School? <laughs> I was on the other wall. I was looking oh, at the other wall. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of that scene in Dexter. Look at that weird kid over there. He's all awkward. <laughs> right? Like, can't touch this. MC Hammer comes on for you, Ron. You're just doing, like, the Dexter Morgan dance. If anyone knows that reference, just go Google that if you don't. That's right. You got it. <laughs> but yeah i mean for me for for uh for jim was mentioned that you know uh he's mentioned he's he's from atlanta i think i got i, I got the air from the atlanta area right jim yeah yeah so i'm originally from alpharetta it's about 45 minutes north of atlanta yep. but everybody in alpharetta if you ask them where they're from will say oh i'm from atlanta <laughs> same, yeah, yeah same for the Ros- Roswell area and Cold sandy Springs. i'm, I'm neighbors yep. with them exactly yep Yep, yep. I've been there. <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun. It's a yeah. fun little place. So, Levac and guys, you're going to be streaming in a couple of minutes. Actually, Levac, let me ask you real quick about the uh, Empire. Uh, I saw that, that they've won the last two games in a row. You swept the Florida trip. I see you're still recovering from it. But <laughs> <laughs> I got a little family down there. It was a little, you know, yeah. had, to, had to go dent a credit card at Disney Springs for a little like impromptu family reunion. Oof. Oof, but t- tell us what's going on with the Empire. We, we, got a, we got a bye week this week, and next week you got your back. We're back home at the MVP Arena. Exciting times yeah. ahead for the boys. Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is. We, bye week couldn't have come at a better time. You know, guys all nursing little dings and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing too serious, except for you know we've got uh, Magruder who hopefully will be coming off the short term IR, and mm. uh, Antoine Grant's a little banged up. We're hoping he'll be back sooner than later, but. 
just a solid team. Sammy Castronova's got his feet underneath him. He's having yeah. a boy. He's having a boy. Well, his wife is. Oh, He's not that awesome. talented. He can run a no. throw. He can't birth a child. No. Um, <laughs> so just to, Wait, we're just on YouTube. We might get canceled because of that. I said birth <laughs> a child. I didn't say pop out a kitten or anything like that. Oh, wait. Now I did. Damn it. Um, no, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's looking good. It's coming together. Defense is... You know, you're still giving up a lot of points, but you're seeing some bigger plays. You're seeing some of the guys who are predominantly offensive players start to play better defense. And, you know, if we uh, – the the downside of having Darius Prince be our offensive specialist is we don't have him in, in the secondary. He's He is the picture of what you would show somebody for an Ironman player in the NAL this year. And, you know, we use him as an offensive specialist. He, he won – Offensive player of the week. We the yeah. first, he has won an, he's won an award every week. He was special teams player of the week in week one. He was uh Iron Man week two, and he was offensive player of the week in week three. Man, he's sweeping these sweeping these he's awards. He's almost as good as he says he is. Yeah. Well, that, that's a relief. Because <laughs> you want to have those guys in your team. Oh, there goes there goes Gaz. Gaz is out of the picture. Um looks like he's gonna he set just up. Realized but... He's actually in his parents' bedroom and he's sitting right where he was made. That's why. Oh, <laughs> It's a Saturday morning show, sir. I was like, he got whatever. <laughs> or the stork delivered him. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? All right, Levac. I know you got a, you got a couple minutes before you go to your live stream. Tell the people where they can find you, where they can find the live stream, where they can find guys, all that stuff. Well, uh, at Tom Gaz, T O M G O Z Z. That's his like bread and butter. He lives on Twitter. Uh, of course, uh, Levac and Gaz podcast everywhere you get your podcast. But uh, we we hosted on my parent company's page, the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration mm-hmm. Facebook page, at yep. uh, the Jeff Levac on Twitter, and you know anywhere they sell large beers, usually you can find me. Excellent, excellent. Well, thanks for thank you guys for stopping by. Appreciate you. Uh, I'll direct you guys to the live stream uh, before after this live stream goes, and. We'll direct you. We'll direct, I'll try to direct our audience over there to Godzilla Media to the webpage, and you guys will be talking all sorts of all sorts of stuff. So, we'll see you guys yeah. later. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, nice meeting you guys. Nice to meet you. See ya. All right, take care, guys. All right, that was Levac and Gaz. They got their podcast going on. Uh, fun fact for both of you guys: I interned for these guys back in 2019. Was when I was in college, and it was a, it was a pretty good summer. It was a yeah. pretty fun summer. Last that's, that's, summer. Yeah, I'll just tell you guys about the uh, the the grab our balls for prizes uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> event. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Yeah, they were grabbing my balls, but I was gonna say that event sounds so good. It sounds like HR would want to hear it. Actually, <laughs> HR allowed it. <laughs> Even better. It's an ESPN radio station. You, know, you kind of get do your thing. All right, so we're going to move on. I don't know if you guys have been watching the Stanley or following the Stanley Cup playoffs so far. I'm a big hockey fan, Jim. I don't know how big hockey is down in the uh, down in your Ever area. Since the Thrashers <laughs> departed. I have not not followed with it as much. Oh, oh that's so sad. I know. I that's looked so up a sad. couple of things like before we got started, and honestly, if you just want to use this as an informative. Uh, informative segment for how this how these playoffs are going to work and and who we should be looking out for. I think that'd be a good idea. Actually, I'm gonna that's, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> looking at the look at the banner below here, you'll see that we have Game Seven a Palooza uh, today. We have three games that are going to Game Seven in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We have let me go look at the schedule here. Mm-hmm. We have at 4.30 Eastern Time, Boston at Carolina. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are trying to get out of the first round for the first time since 2004. And the LA Kings and Edmonton Oilers at 10 o'clock tonight. And tomorrow we have two Game 7s. Mm-hmm. We have two Game 7s tomorrow, too. Pittsburgh and the Rangers at 7. Dallas at Calgary at 9.30 because Dallas beat the Flames last night 4-2. to two. So it's uh, – yeah, let me see if I can just get this uh, – get that banner. So, so, so game seven. So the, I find the, that the two sweetest words in the English language when it comes to sports are game seven because game seven, that's it. It's over. It's over. It, game seven is you win, you, you, you survive, you win, you survive, you advance – if you lose, you're going you're going on vacation until next October. 
or next September. Right, you're gonna we'll you're gonna be something. watching you're gonna be watching the playoffs from the same view as all the fans at home. Exactly, exactly. So, so to give you a little education or informational, so Boston and Carolina, the home team has won every single game so far. Uh, mm. We haven't had a lot of overtime games in that series. I, uh, I don't think we've it's, each each game. One team has been dominant over the other, and mm. it's been pretty evident the last three games in Boston, in Carolina, and then in Boston again. So I expect a much tighter game at 4.30 Eastern time. It's going to be a very packed house in in Raleigh, which, you know, I, I got to say this, when the Whale- Hartford Whalers moved to Carol- to Raleigh back in 1996, I didn't think I didn't think for an inst- for a second that hockey would survive, let alone National League, National Hockey League would survive in that kind of a market. But over the, I've been proven wrong. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I've been proven wrong. Twenty five years in that market, they've won a Stanley Cup. This team is was a was pretty impressive over a lot this past season. They won the Metropolitan Division. Uh, by a couple of games, so it's the first time the first time I've seen that every single playoff team in the Eastern Conference they had a hundred points each, meaning that if, wow. meaning that you accumulate points instead of like for wins and overtime losses right. and shootout you 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 get a a, a point or two points. Hmm. But this is the first time I've seen where every single team has a hundred points finishing the season going into the playoff. So, so is that good? Is that a sign of good play, or is this just a sign of uh, kind of something out of the norm? This is this is pretty much this is pretty out of the norm. Yeah, this is pretty. Like I guess I don't think I've ever seen it in my lifetime. Last year was a last year was a condensed year because of COVID, and the year before we had the stoppage and we had the playoff bubble. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a win. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Well, this is the first normal season we've seen since twenty nine, since 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my lifetime, I haven't seen this. I have never seen all eight teams, all eight playoff teams finish with over 100 points. Yeah. I was going to ask, too, in doing a little research for this segment, um, how mm-hmm. much of an effect is losing Sidney Crosby been for the Penguins? Um, I saw that they were up, I think, two or three games, and now we're at a tied series at three to three. So how yep. has his injury and departure so far kind of affected uh, the Penguins? Uh, so far, I mean, last night it didn't show for a while until the Rangers uh, until the Rangers scored the winning goal in the last, two, I think, two or three minutes of the game. Yeah. But I, I th- having your arguably one of the best players in NHL over the past decade and a half yeah. is, a, is, a, is a big loss because that's your – that's your heart. That's your that's your captain. Yeah, and hopefully he comes back in Game Seven tomorrow night. Uh, concussions are. I know he has a history of concussion issues, which is yeah. also unfortunate because of the way that the league is structured. We just not a whole. There's not a whole lot of fighting, and there's all not a whole lot of hitting. Which is you know there's no there's no enforcer, which is another topic we'll get into another day. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think that the loss of Sidney Crosby is a huge is is huge for the Penguins, and the mm-hmm. fact that. He had to be lost in that way. Is it, 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 again? That's your captain. It's a, it's an unfortunate circumstance. So, um, yeah. But you know, game seven. It's a game seven. It's a game seven. You, 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 you're, you. The guy, who, the next guy up, has to contribute as much as the guy who got injured. You know, who yeah. Got, who was who was injured. So it's it's professional sports. You got to win games. You got to close out games. And unfortunately, the Penguins have failed to close out both game five and game six of this series. And now they're facing a game seven. 
Yeah. Remarkably with their third string goalie, <laughs> which is, a, which is a pretty unique circumstance. You don't see that a whole lot. So, um, who are going to yeah. be kind of the stars too, I guess, in each of these playoff matchups that we should look for as the casual and non fans of hockey. Okay. So for, if, if you're watching tonight, so the Boston Carolina series, the guys you want to watch, uh, Brad Marchand, uh, of the Carol of the, uh, Boston Bruins. He's the, He's, I guess you could say, the troublemaker of the team. He he does all the dirty work. He scores goals. He he wins faceoffs. He's he, he's a guy. He's he's the pest. You know, he's a okay. he's a pest. He's a small guy who will get in your face, talk trash, and then score goals on you. So that's one guy you got to watch out for. Uh, nice. For the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, I'm gonna say. Let me just see here. Uh, Jacob Slavin's one of those guys. Uh, he's 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 got uh, two goals in this series. He leads the he leads the team in goals. Yeah, Mad Marchand, eleven points, four goals, seven assists for the uh, for the uh, for the Bruins. But Sebastian Ajo is one of those guys. He's he's super fast. Uh, that's another guy who want to watch out for. Uh, Andrei Shvetsnikov. He's one of those guys you want to watch out for. Uh, Another guy for the Bruins you could look out for is uh, Taylor Hall, uh, former New Jersey Devil, former first overall pick for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he could contribute to. He, he's another guy to watch. But uh, so for that, that's for that series. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto, they're both loaded with super with guys. Uh, they have the the uh, the Lightning. Uh, they've got a bunch of guys in their team who could score goals. Braden Point, uh, uh, Andre Vasilevsky, who is a Vezina candidate. He's a for for goaltender of the year um, mm-hmm. for Toronto. Austin Matthews, who is a Hart Trophy nominee for the league MVP this year. He scored fifty goals in fifty games in a non traditional in a non traditional way, but he still scored fifty goals in fifty games. It's a really big accomplishment. Mitch Marner uh, is another guy you can watch for the for the Maple Leafs. And for the uh, Kings and the Oilers, obviously Connor McDavid. Uh, Christian and I got a chance to see him live and up close. Well, not up close, but in the nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> Back in December, uh, when they played the New Jersey Devils down Prudential Center, in New Jersey, we got to see him uh, and uh, his his line mate Leon Drysidel. Those guys are two to always watch, uh, especially if you're just a casual fan. That's, that's, that's one name. If if you say Connor McDavid, if I say if I say to you you're a casual sports fan, if I say the name Connor McDavid, you're you're probably gonna know who he is. Hmm. So he's always a guy to watch. Um, cool. Yeah. So those games tonight uh, for the LA Kings. Um, I'm trying to think who would be a, a guy you might recognize. I wouldn't say the casual fan would recognize, but let me just see the lineup here. They got a lot of unknown guys. Look, Jonathan Quick, he's one guy who, who you might know. He's an American goaltender, uh, American goalie. Uh, they basically, uh, for a lot of those guys, they were with the team. Uh, him and Anze Kopitar, they were with the team back in 2012 when they won their first Stanley Cup. So it's kind of a term. They, they kind of went in the wayback machine. They've kind of acquired the 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 spice. Yeah. They got the spice. <laughs> the spice. <laughs> the spice. The Tom Brady spice. So they, they turn up yeah. at the clock and they're they for, well, actually the, the Oilers forced a game seven on Thursday mm-hmm. night. So, but yeah, if you're a casual hockey fan, those are the names you kind of want to watch. You got three games to watch today. They're game seven. It's winning or in, lose and you go home. And this is what playoff hockey is all about. You're going ex- to experience what playoff hockey is all about for the next two days. You got three games today. You got two games tomorrow night. And playoff hockey is such such a so much fun. I wish more people would get into it. Right, yeah, I, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like my my friend. He's from Chicago originally, so he's a he's always been a big uh, Blackhawks fan. But he mm-hmm. he always told me he goes, you know, hockey is the best kept secret in sports. And yes. outside Absolutely. of really, yeah, and, and this thing is that you know. The, was the Nashville Predators are a team that I'm familiar with. Um, yep. And for sure, the Tampa Bay, when I was in Alpharetta, there was a bunch of people, you know, who were from Florida and stuff. And so uh, the restaurant I was working at as a server uh, during the Stanley Cup, what was it last year when they won or yep. two years ago when they won? They've, they've um, won the last two years. That yep. was the last one, last two. Right. So, you know, we were always, we always had a packed house too for the Stanley Cup finals. So 
I'm familiar a little bit with that. Uh, but when I go visit my family who lives in Chicago now, I for sure like need to become acquainted and, and know my uh, my hockey so I can go to a Blackhawks game there uh, when I go back up and visit. So I, I've actually been to a, a Blackhawks game at the United Center. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a preseason game back in 2011, yeah. but it was it was a blast. They, yeah. During the national anthem, they stand up and cheer during the national anthem, <laughs> which is which is unusual for every other part of the <laughs> of the United States. Right. But nobody still, but nobody's mad at that. No, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I wish we do it more often. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah. Uh, Blackhawks game is fun. I, I wanted to go. I, I wanted to go. I almost went to a Nashville Predators playoff game in 2012 when they went on their little run. Yeah. Um, but didn't get a chance to. Tickets were a little expensive. But but yeah, if you can get yourself to a National Hockey League game, or even if you take yourself to a minor league hockey game, like I, like Christian, I've been to minor league hockey games for since he was like five years old, <laughs> and this is our first. This past season was our first time going to an an authentic NHL game. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a huge hockey guy. Never really have been, but you know, like never turned down going to a, like a, a major league something game. Right. Like, and, and, and would you, for every sport. Like, yeah. And would you rather go to, would you rather go to a live game or watch one on TV, Christian? I mean, Definitely go live. It was it was right. very fun in person. Like, whenever we go, like, here's the thing. I probably watch hockey maybe once a year, and it's usually when we go to games on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um. Other than that, that's our tradition. That's our tradition. That's our tradition. Yeah. Other, other than Eve. that, I see it maybe like once or twice on my like Instagram feed. Like, just scrolling through, I'll see like a post about like some nasty goal by by some guy, but like. Other than that, I I barely watch hockey. I can name you like two hockey players, probably. Um, well, I but, named you a bunch more, so you're you're much more educated <laughs> in that regard now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I could just rattle all those off right I was now. Saying, I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be. You're, I forgot to tell you, Christian. You're gonna be. Te- you're gonna be quizzed at the end. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Great. I got it. This will determine yeah, your ranking like, of, of the nephews based on this quiz. Good thing I'm the only one. I no, there's, there's two, there's, no, there's two of you. Yeah, there's two of you. Yeah, oh, Charlie right, right, too. right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I think I'd have him beat though, since he's kind of young. That's true, and I, I can't really gauge his interest in sports. He, yeah, I don't, nah. I don't think he's really into it. No, I don't, I don't no. think so. It's not for everybody. No, it's not. All right, so we're gonna move on to my third topic. Actually, we're gonna. And we went to the third topic and we'll get into some odds and ends. I'll give you guys a chance to rant or talk about any other sports subject you want towards the end. But I want to bring up a subject, the subject of Sam Howell, Uh, Sam Howell, former UNC quarterback. He was drafted by the Washington. What are they called now? The commanders. Commanders. Okay. Cause I can't say the other name and football team is too generic and boring. So drafted by the Washington commanders he came out and somebody asked him about what his, I guess somebody, somebody must have asked him a question about what his favorite food was. And he mentioned he doesn't eat steak and he doesn't eat fish. He only eats chicken as his primary source of protein. So I want to throw it over to you guys. Mm-hmm. He says he doesn't eat steak. Can you trust a quarterback or any football player? I mean, can you trust a quarter, your quarterback in particular? Can you trust him after he says, I, I don't eat steak, Jim? So this is on your, it's weighing heavily on your mind. I can tell. Right. So, so I I come at this with a couple different angles, right? So my question to you is who is the greatest quarterback of all time? It depends on the generation. What growing up for me was Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Thank you for Christian. It's going to be Tom. Thank Thank you. Okay. For anybody, it should be Tom. It's it's subjective according to generation. Let's just look at the numbers. Yeah. So what do we? So my question is this: What does Tom Brady put in his body? Everything. Um, not he, bread. <laughs> not, not bread. Not alcohol. He um he everything's an av- avocado substitute for his fats. He has pumpkin seeds in his smoothies in the morning. So to me, it is He's a health concerning. nut. He's a health nut, right? And he probably doesn't eat that much steak. You know, probably the red meat's going to be bad for his cholesterol. Or something. It's not with the TB12 method. I don't know. So 
to me, the fact that he doesn't like steak, to me, that's a red flag because it's a red flag in the sense of, oh, you know, you play football. How can you not like steak? How can you, what are you going to do in the offseason when you treat your offensive lineman to a celebratory dinner, right? Are you just going to go and have, you know, your chicken tenders? Because that's all Sam Howell eats, apparently, are chicken tenders. And I have some experience with a chicken tender. Was he three? <laughs> yeah, no, that, this thing is that my best friend, my best friend, wherever we go, and he has a, he has a nasally voice. It doesn't matter where we go. Uh, can I have like boneless chicken wings or t- chicken tenders? That's all he has. That's all he'll eat. He's a menace to society, but I love him to death. So I've encountered these chicken tender nuts. Um, so to me, it's a little concerning, but he's also on Washington for a reason. And I think this is just another classic example of the organization not doing their due diligence and not bringing in somebody who can bring that, you know, true football gritty um kind of attitude you know you just have a bunch of uh chicken tender eating losers up in washington so it's no surprise to me but um you know wishing the best of luck not expecting anything out of them though christian what about you do you trust do you trust the quarterback who's eat steak it's it's outside tom brady outside tom brady right it's kind of funny you brought up that point of uh your friend eating only chicken tenders because my best friend does the same thing yep he, he orders one of two things, either chicken tenders or cheese pizza, like the kids' cheese pizza that you get. Yep. One of those two, every restaurant we go to. But, yeah, um, you definitely cannot trust this man to win if he is not eating proper nutrients, and that is exactly what steak is. Correct. Um, I, I myself am a big steak guy, and um, Uncle Ryan, as you know, I'm a – I perform at the highest level possible. Yes, of course. Everything that I do. <laughs> I see but, you follow TB12, TB12 method as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. TB, TB12 is the GOAT. Fun fact, Tom Brady and I are only separated by 17 days. We were born, he was, he was, I was born 17 days after him. Derek Jeter was born in the same month as me. But like, Derek Jeter was – I was born in the same hospital as Derek Jeter. Boom. That's impressive. Boom. That's that's impressive. I yeah. think my dad was too. But. Yeah, all of us, all of us were. Yeah, all that four of us were. I'm basically related to Derek Jeter in like some way. Six six degrees of separation, right? Ish. We'll we'll need to have this conversation another day, and I, I want to try to hear it from unbiased Yankee fans, which I feel like I'm not going to get talking to you guys. But is Derek Jeter the most overrated player in MLB history? Now, now we won't get into that today. We won't get into that today. But that that will be a question for another time. If we if we right if now. we brought in Kev from the corner booth and tug it on the quad, he will argue he's that says say yes, it's he's the most overrated player. I, I can't I answer that question right now. Defensively, yes. Offensively, no. He was a great hitter. Terrible player on defense, though. That's except that. for that one play back on July fourth, two thousand four. <laughs> that was the yes. leap. Every, well, every single every single single lady in uh, every single lady in New York City was was. Was uh, holding on to their well, no was holding on to their chest because he ran face first into a into a seat at Yankee Stadium oh, going yeah. for a ball, which he still caught, which he still caught, but he had scratch marks on his face. So every every single lady in New York City who was trying to get have a shot at him at the time was was very their hearts were all a flutter, right, <laughs> including my mother, <laughs> including including Christians, <laughs> including my sister in law. <laughs> Mark, so how do you feel though about Sam Howell not liking steak? Is this an immediate red flag? Is this are you yes. trading his rights away? Okay, so red flag, red flag for me. For me, it's a red flag. Right. Um, I mean, quarterbacks and quarterbacks are the they're the. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. One of the pretty boys in the offense, you know, pretty boys, including running back. I, I played, I played offensive and defensive line. Mm-hmm. So I know ugly, <laughs> <laughs> I know ugly and quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. 
not so much fullbacks or tight ends, but like they're the uh, corner and cornerbacks. Like they're the pretty boys of the position players of the NFL. And when I hear a quarterback say, I, I don't, I just don't like steak. I just, I give, I give, I have to give pause. I have to give right. pause because I'm like, do I really want to defend this guy? Do I? It's like, nope. I'm just, next time a rushing lineman comes in, I'm just going to go, here you go. <laughs> Free access. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand his reasoning. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the texture of steak. I don't like, but has, I also kind of wonder, has he also had it cooked or prepared correctly? Or right. has he had the right cut of steak? Exactly. Has he had a ribeye? Has he had like he, a he New York had had like a well done blank steak? Has he ever had a medium rare ribeye? So that's it. yeah. The other thing too is like has or he ever prime had rib. Any, yeah, that's this thing. Has he ever had a carne asada? Like has he ever been to a you know Mexican restaurant or a Hispanic restaurant? Got a carne yeah, asada or been, anything like that? Yeah, uh, we don't know. And I was reading now on the Athletic too. So apparently. Uh, he quote, um, he's never tried a burger or steak. He won't eat seafood. He orders chicken tenders at steakhouses. So I don't know if we can really give him the argument, you know, has he ever been in the right setting to eat a steak? He's been to steakhouses and apparently for his, um, for his team dinners, he will bring his own tenders to the meal. So the question is, are they frozen or does he microwave them? Does he air fry them? Like, does he bread them himself? So I, my thought is this, I'll give him the, I would prefer it if he was a guy who prepared his own tenders as opposed yeah. to somebody who just thawed them out. Because if you, if you, if you have enough care to get your herbs and spices, your batter, your breading, actually fry it to me, that shows, you know, you're taking the initiative to prepare for that. And to me, that translates well to the quarterback room, right? Cause you're going to be probably taking good notes. You're going to be preparing for the film, preparing for film. Well, but if he's just a guy who just pops it in the microwave or the air fryer, off the out of the bag, just off the rip. That's a to me that that's almost your Marcus uh, no. Russell level, um, you know, red flags immediately. No, so. now here's my question: What if he prepares? He takes the time to prepare chicken tenders. He he does all the breading and the coating right. himself. He does the gets the egg, he gets the flour, he gets the breadcrumbs. Which I hope he uses panko breadcrumbs because panko yeah. breadcrumbs are next level, next level crunchiness, <laughs> and the spices, but. If yeah. he uses an air fryer to cook the tenders, mm-hmm. like the homemade, per, per, that's that's which also another whole nother level there for crunchiness. Sure, but yeah, if he takes them out of the bag, if he's just getting like the McCain's or the or, or Tyson the, uh, or Tyson, yeah. the, the <laughs> I would laugh my ass off if he said that he gets the uh, he gets the uh, the dinosaur shaped. I would say dino nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> Like Christian, I think Christian used. I think you used to have those, Christian, right? Nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. I don't. Say, I didn't say there's nothing wrong with them. I'm just saying <laughs> it was just. Oh, just. Oh, just. That would be hysterical if you had the the, the dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets, which is oh my goodness, they're the best. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, Jim. If he if he takes the time to prepare him himself, like if he knows how to make a Chick Fil A style or a KFC style type of. Uh, type of homemade yeah uh chicken tenders i give him that respect okay but if he's just taking them out of the bag and just thawing them or microwaving them i'm sorry yeah and and you know you brought up chick-fil-a and, and I'll, I'll let i'll let you guys in on this too so my my mom is actually an owner and operator of a chick-fil-a in uh near chicago hmm. so i have full insight and i and i know how we prepare our tenders and i think they're the best thing on the menu for sure at chick-fil-a so oh, yeah. if he does do the due diligence, even if he does it, you know, 40% of what we put into our tenders, I would be, to me, that's, that's a good sign. But my other question too, is that he's a, he's North Carolina born and bred. Um, do you think the, <laughs> the geography of North Carolina or being in, in North Carolina is going to limit his steak options? Because I've never had a steak in North Carolina. Not sure um, what they're really known for food wise there, but barbecue. 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 What do you say, Christian? Crawfish. Crawfish in North Carolina? Is that no, a, is that's, that's, North? No, that's Louisiana. That's Louisiana. Well, that's, I thought that's it was just all Louisiana. South. I've no. never even been down there before. Robin, no, like, listen, Florida. I don't consider North Carolina part of the South. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Tennessee, Tennessee is about as far north as I've never even been down there before. So. 
actually, I, right, so that kind of brings up another topic. So, sure. so I watch this channel called uh, it's a Southern thing, and it's on YouTube. Yeah, great channel, wholesome content, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent stuff. They actually quizzed a couple of the uh, actors from that mm-hmm. about how where do you cut off? What's the line? What's the cutoff line for the South? Yeah, yep. and and how far west do you go? Yeah, and one the one guy said, okay. I'm going to incorporate from, I think he said, I think he said Virginia to Texas that includes, I think he included Tennessee, but he marked, he, he put little notches. Like he, he took off Nashville. He took off Atlanta, took off Virginia beach, took off uh, Miami yep. as not so South because as he put it, it's like Nashville get a little too crazy with the hockey. <laughs> <laughs> So, so here, here's what I'll say as a, as a born Southerner, right? Um, so to me, as far, as far north as I'll go is, is Tennessee, which of course borders North Carolina. But to me, North Carolina is too, the weather's not consistent enough with Southern weather that you can consider it that. Additionally, mm. it doesn't, it does not have any Southern colors, like what I consider to be like traditional Southern colors. And it's, it's a lot of blue, a lot of Royal blue whites and that type of stuff. Not really the Southern colors that you would see, like, you know, the reds, you, um, UN, UNC Duke have Duke. something to do with that. Obviously. Right. So the tri- the triangle, the triangle. Correct. Correct. And, um, you know, it just, and as far as West as I would go, you have to go to me, Texas is its own entity. Uh, Oklahoma is not going to be it. I guess you could include Arkansas, and Missouri. Missouri is a little too north for me too, being just above you know Tennessee. Wow. Um, so to me, my core South is going to be as far north as Tennessee. You're going to go to South Carolina for east, and then you're going to go out west to Louisiana. Maybe we'll let Arkansas squeeze in, but it's only really about five to six states. And then Florida is just an entity all on its own. Once you get <laughs> once you go past a certain point in Florida, um, northern Florida, that is a that is a interesting place for sure. This is a, this is another, this is a good conversation for another day, gentlemen. I think, I mean, cause, Absolutely. cause for us, I mean, Christian, I, I don't know if you, how big in geography you are about our area, but like some people the, uh, consider like the upstate New York conversation, like the upstate New York, New upstate, York. Like how, yeah. Where does mm-hmm. upstate New York officially begin? Yeah. And I say it begins right after Westchester County. I say, like right at Coxsackie, like that's that's where I think it is, like a little below Albany. Okay. But like all the way up, and then it extends out until Syracuse. That's what I consider upstate New York, and then everything after Syracuse is Western New York. Interesting, interesting. Because you're, but you're not considering the Southern Tier, Binghamton, Elmira, that area. The north, northern New York, um, nah, capital it, district. It would be easier if I could draw it on a map, because like I feel like I'm. Oh, I can find something. that. Draw. I can find that map. <laughs> yeah, you, you. This is a quick. This is just I'll a quick. Draw it right up for you. Yeah, but I mean, so, some people actually think that I consider New York part of New England, and that's no, 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 no. 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 New England is Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. That's New, New York England. is New York. That's what we New do. New York, New York is Mid Atlantic. New York is Mid Atlantic because you inco- incorporate because you're incorporating Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. That's you know, I can agree with that because I, when I think of New York, I think of yeah, I think of Pennsylvania, New Jersey more than and, I think and of, Maryland to an extent. I would consider Maryland more uh, New England, but yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, and then you got West Virginia, which is the Depending on how you look at it, up either America's pork chop or America's drumstick. Mm-hmm. That's not. I, I don't think build, that I just say, I just say build a wall around West Virginia. I don't know if we need it. <laughs> just, I've driven through Pencil. I've driven through West Virginia. I've actually never been to West Virginia. I, I I know there are some parts that are really nice, but there are some ports that are really sketch. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen the 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 the, the, the documentary about the West family. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that documentary. Yeah, yeah. That no, part of West Virginia is nuts. Yeah, the uh, there's some parts of Georgia like that too, especially when you get yep. near the southern the southern border of Alabama, like the southwest border of Alabama, and then the northern 
northern west border of Florida, that area between like those three states between Georgia, Alabama, and Florida, that is some of the most interesting places you'll ever you'll ever see in this country for sure. I, I got I got my one of my brothers went to visit my one of my cousins in North Carolina or so, okay. was it North Carolina, South Carolina. I think she was she was still living in North Carolina at the time. Okay. And he told a story about he drove out to this bar in the middle of nowhere, south of Charlotte. Yep. And he walked in and just, everybody just turned their heads and yeah. looked at him because my because and said, you're not one of us under their breath. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our, my brother, my other brother, Christian's other uncle, he's let's put this. He's six foot six. Okay. He's shaped like an offensive lineman. And they probably and he, should he's, play football. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's bald and has this uh goatee like this Fu Manchu goatee mm. that he grows out to like here. So, so yeah, they took one look at Yeah, yeah. But he works in IT, which is the funny part. Yeah, he's a unit. <laughs> little tech geek. Yeah, he's a tech geek unit, which is fun. Mm. All right. So we got a couple more minutes, fellas. I'm gonna Throw it over to odds and ends. If you have a if you have a sports rant or some a sports topic you want to talk about quickly, uh, go ahead and uh, throw it out there. Uh, if you guys got any thoughts about sport, any other thoughts about sports you want to talk about? Yeah, start us out, Christian. The Red Sox suck. They're terrible. I, I can all. I can agree. I can concur. All right, Jim, you got anything before we <laughs> before we sign off? Yeah. So uh, my question is. Um, you know, the NBA, these are some of the, to me, some of the best NBA playoffs I've seen in a long time. Uh, Jason Tatum, to me, seems like he's the truth now uh, in, in Boston. Um, I'm not a big Celtics fan. I think I'd rather see the Bucks win. I'm a bigger fan of Giannis. Um, to me, though, and what are what are y'all's predictions for the NBA Finals? Because I think it's going to be Bucks against Golden State. I mean, Golden State with their death lineup of Curry, Clay. Draymond, Poole, and Wiggins, to me, they're just lights out. Like, you can't stop that. But um, what are y'all's predictions for the NBA Finals? I know we're a, we're a series away from that, but where do y'all think it's going to go? I, I – oh, go no, ahead, Christian. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I don't watch, I don't watch that much NBA, so I'll hand it over to you first. I've, I've watched about 10 minutes of the NBA playoffs this year. I'm more <laughs> of a baseball guy, as you can probably nice. see. Yeah. Um, but – I mean, I, I look at it on ESPN because ESPN doesn't cover baseball or really anything besides basketball and football. Yeah. Um, but I open up the ESPN app and I always see that Golden State's just blowing out Memphis, like whenever I see it. And yeah. it's partially because Ja was out. Like, Ja's nasty. Like, I think he's one of the best players in the league. He is. Uh, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be Heat and Golden State. Um, okay. I like this beat a lot. Jimmy Butler's nice. gross. Yeah, um, he's he's gross. that boy. Like nobody can, yeah. nobody messes yeah. with him. He's yeah. he's always there. Um, so I think I think that could be a possibility. I don't really yeah. know for sure because I don't really watch basketball. That, that's a good prediction, and yeah, Golden. So that's the other thing too that's been interesting is that. Um, Ja, you know, so Golden State won their won the semifinal last night, and so they're going to advance to the Western Conference Finals. But it was interesting because the first game that Ja Morant was out, the uh, the Grizzlies beat Golden State by nearly fifty points. It was one of the largest playoff losses in NBA history, and yeah, everybody's talking about well, the, yeah, the team plays better without Ja in the sense is that you know Ja takes up a lot of the touches that they have on the offensive side, so having the ability to not always feed him is great for them. So, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm hoping it's a Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Milwaukee rematch. That's just Phoenix, Milwaukee that's rematch. Really? Okay. All, all right. I'll take that. Hey, as long as Scott Foster isn't officiating the game, Chris Paul might have a chance for the playoffs. <laughs> he might have a chance of getting a ring. All right. So, thanks again, folks, for listening, watching. Uh, no credentials required where you don't need a press pack to press pass to talk about sports presented by belly up sports in association with Godzilla media. I've been your host, Ryan McCarthy. That's Jim, my nephew, Christian. And if you're listening, if you're watching on Tiki live, stay tuned for the sane podcast. If you're on YouTube, go over to Godzilla media, check out LeVac and guys. And until then we'll catch you next time. Music.
courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Dogzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.